Today on ABC Devo, Praying Hands. Welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we examine every song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension all the way to a wiggly world. My name is Tom Taylor. I'm John Engel. Hi, Tom Taylor. Hi, John Engel. I'm Joe Mazel. Pete the Retailer, I am. Oh. <laughs> and you are listening to us today. And you are listening to us talk about Praying Hands from the 1976 album, Are We Not Men? We Are Devo. So did you guys bring everything you need for this episode? Is that 1976? Is that right? Did 77. I Same thing. Is it 77? I actually took a while Not ago. really. 77. Boy, 77 was a good year. It's an incredible year. Yeah. Very, very good year. Elvis so, died. The, that was the best part. The three Stooges <laughs> I remember being excited when Elvis died because I was freaked out by him as a kid. Hmm. I had, 78. I, I, I not aware enough yet. 1978. What? Are you what? serious? Are we not men in 78? Yep. Released August 1978. See, if I were doing a Devo podcast, I would know that. Hmm. Oh, Wait well. a second. It was recorded between October 1977 and February 1988. <laughs> Have uh, we talked about this record like seven or eight times now? And, and, and oh, yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. There's straight. really no excuse. I'm sorry. But hey, I every time I a... introduce... Go on. I thought there was a year br- one year break between an album, and I thought it was 77 for this, then it was 79 for Duty Now, then 80 for... I was sure of that. Hmm. Anyway, what does it matter now? We obviously aren't qualified to do a Devo podcast. We are not Devo. We might as well give up now, guys. Okay. <laughs> it's been fun. But yeah, praying hands. Wow. Uh, um, I'll see you guys later. Is, <laughs> uh, track three. It's done by Devo, also done by Dove in concert. Um, appropriately. Now, was it done by Dove in the uh, Dove kind of uh, southern evangelical preacher drawl, or was it done as a song of utter craziness, which was basically my first impression when I heard it at the tender age of whatever, 14, 15 years old? Uh, I don't know. I just saw that it was performed by Dove, and I couldn't find... uh, Maybe I wasn't Googling properly. Mm, Well... Been nice to know that, Pete. Yeah, well. Um, I will tell you, there are other performances, Devo performances of this that I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, including, I love the one on, what is it, on Hardcore Live? Um, where um, he'll, you know, run around to the audience. And I think, I'm sure later on, if they kept playing the song, it went better. Um, for him, but this one he kind of runs over and is like accosting the crowd. It's still like, "You sir, what is your left hand doing?" And uh, <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, "Holding a cigarette." <laughs> and <then laughs> runs over to the other side and he's like, "And you, what is your right hand doing?" And she's just like, Wah! like and just like yeah. <laughs> like shouts and it's like, yeah. There's something similar on the uh, what's it called? The men who make the music. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Right. Yeah, the crowd doesn't always 
go along with the program. Right. Darn them. But I love that, like, like okay, like, the guy's got, like, he's, like, not getting into the spirit of anything. Right. Kind of, yeah, holding right. a cigarette. What? Like, like you just asked him a question rather than the person on stage, like, you know, asking him in the <laughs> middle of a song something that had to do with the song, essentially. What's your left hand doing? <laughs> Turning the tables on you. Right. Um, but, yeah, this, uh, this praying hands um this is a you know devo fights the system kind of song in a sense mm -hmm. railing against uh, um the status quo american way uh, in a sense yeah right. mom and dad childhood rules and things and right yeah Definitely throwing obvious, obviously throwing the uh, you know church imagery in there mm -hmm. as the basis for all of it. Mm -hmm. um, clearly, and obviously, you know where Dove comes in as the as the satirical element there with that. But um, yeah, I mean, this is you know flirts with the old uh, statement of purpose song. Evo. I mean, you're getting mm -hmm. you're getting all of it here, and with not a whole lot of lyrical variety. You know, it's not really like the the song is full of cutting remarks or anything. It's just kind of like that. I think that repetition probably has is representative of what they're talking about, right? Oh, boys, boys, boys. <laughs> What's up? You're. I mean, listen. I know you think you're qualified to talk about the meaning of this song. But uh, I'm afraid if you really were, you'd be on a certain website. Hmm. Is this that YouTube that you were talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. That was another episode. Okay. Uh, a little oh. website we call songmeanings.com. Oh. You know, I, I submitted my application to qualify to be on no. songmeanings.com and totally was turned down because I'm Horseshoes and hand grenades, oh, my Turned friend. down for what? <laughs> Uh, songmeans.com. It's a wonderful website where uh, users like you, clearly not like John, uh, you know, are able to tell us what songs are about. And you for green hands, hmm? you believe in the user? <laughs> oh, my user. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite Love and Spoonful song. Um, <laughs> anyway. So there are three people who have submitted what this song's about. And I think you'll enjoy all three of them. And fortunately, they're short, because we ain't even got all night here. Short people. Uh, they got no reason to smile. Number one. <clears throat> Number one. I thought this song was about being another religious follower by bowing down to your God. You can also receive spiritual enlightenment after masturbation as well. That is from Brain Candy. All right. Uh, Check. ZRDR00Z says, or Zeroz says, <laughs> the song could also be about playing music. On a guitar, your left hand's diddling, playing with the, with the chord progressions, while your right hand goes to work, plucking the strings what? repetitively. <laughs> and then finally, what? I think he's Wait, doing both guitar and masturbating wrong. That person. <laughs> Thinks the song is just about playing guitar. That's what we're supposed to say from that, right? Okay. Just and finally, uh, Philemon Crawley 
says, and the song's about masturbation. Easy as that. <laughs> I think so masturbation I is certainly part of what the song is about. Well, they're going yeah. to... I feel You're like going sport. to work. There's this weird, like, why is there such a, like, there's like a council of, of people out there, like, like doing extra research to try to prove that every song is about masturbation, I feel like. <laughs> like and not yeah. just Devo, like everything, you know. Right. We got yeah. you know, Norwegian Wood and. Yeah. Uh, like, like yeah. it's Shebop yeah. and. <laughs> Don't make my brown eyes blue. Right. When yeah. I talk about you, I touch myself. I, I mean, it's just like everything has to be. Got me jerking back and forth. Yeah, man, that I touch myself was uh, what's it called? Wow, the, you just became a 1930s Italian stereotype and said I touch myself. Hey, I touch myself. Amazing. The guy who wrote a touch of myself, you know, he um, uh, no, the the guy who wrote that song wrote a bunch of other good. Like I've been discovering more songwriters and realizing mm. that like. Oh, a lot of these disparate pop songs had the same songwriters. <clears throat> and I'm trying to remember who it is. Um, but uh, go on. Keep talking and I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, I do, think, I do think masturbation is a part of the meaning of the song. I do not think it's just about masturbation. But, you know, the, the more the mentality of the you'll go blind if you do that kind of rule, like ridiculous rule keeping of parents and, and religious figures and so on. So it's obviously it's much more about that aspect of it than it is just uh, masturbation. But I do think that is what they're we, we are in this early Devo phase. So they're still, you know, a bit juvenile and they do like their, you know, that sort of snickering behind the deeper meaning. Uh, which I think is great. I actually, I mean, the song packs a lot of meaning uh, in it, but um, to just say, hey, this song's about masturbation and then walk away, uh, I think it's selling <laughs> it very, very short. John, not to correct you, it's, and this song's about masturbation. Easy as that. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> that's what this. I got to draw you a picture? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll do it. it was, what, do you need uh, a map? It was, uh, uh, they co-wrote it, uh, with the vinyls, uh, mm -hmm. it was Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg who also wrote uh, "So Emotional" by Whitney Houston, "Like a Virgin" by Madonna, uh, "Eternal Flame" and "In Your Room" by oh. the Bangles, uh, Good God. "True Colors" and "I Drove All Night" by Cyndi Lauper. Oh my God! Jesus. Yeah, that's some songwriting. Yeah, mm. some very lucrative songwriting. No kidding. Um, yeah, then Billy Steinberg, I think, went on, like went on to write a bunch of other stuff too. So it's a uh, that's how I got there the other day. Songwriters, he's no oh. Max Martin. When you, if you get a chance, look up Max Martin, and it's ridiculous. But, um, but yeah, where were we? Praying uh, hands, masturbation, uh, masturbation. Yeah, hands. Um, when I was a kid, I, I until really I just looked at the lyrics right this second. I always thought the uh, <clears throat> I always thought the like kind of background spoken part was "Roll Over, Play Dead," that part I'm right about, mm -hmm. and then "Get the Spirit Almighty," and apparently it's "Get Spiritual Enlightenment." I thought That's what I, thought, I always thought it was spiritual minded. Yeah, I thought that too. Mm. That's what I'm reading right now, but I always heard "Get Spiritual Enlightenment." Well, that is no, what I am reading. Get spiritual enlightenment. I always thought it was get the spirit almighty. Huh. Uh, and you heard uh, get the spirit inside you. Is that right, guys? 
No, I no, heard... get spiritual minded, which is what uh, my lyrics do say. Yeah, my lyrics oh. says that too. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I always thought that's what was sure that's what it was. Huh. Yeah. All of it, all of it works. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't think you're pretty mad at us for our different interpretations. Yeah. It's a pretty uh, caustic take on religion in general there, John. All of it works. Yep. <laughs> what are you going to do? That? That's what I meant. I don't have too much more info on that song other than... Um, uh, this is another one that I always like. If you, if you ask me to pin down, like, like you know, without ha- bef- right before we started this, uh, yeah. excuse me, <laughs> right before <laughs> we started this episode, you took a nap. Right before we started this episode, if you had asked me like what album this was on, I'm not sure. Like, I I would say like, well, it's it's on Are We Not Men or uh, Duty Now, and I. I'm not sure that I would always pin it to the right one. There's a couple of songs like that. And, you know, with good reason. They were, um, you know, mostly written within the same time frame. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is one that I'm always, like, unsure a little bit. That's all. My confusion <coughs> is, is my note. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, then. Yeah, so should we translate this into uh, grades? I feel like this is a, a different... Um, this doesn't fall into the same category as some of the other ones. Like, it's not just like, oh, it's a simple whatever song. Like, mm-hmm. You got that right, Moosehead. It's a different... <laughs> um, you know, it's it's trying to say something and it's a little... Di- it's, not, it's not kind of uh, fluff, but does it right. work? Is it good non-fluff? I think it's very good. I love this song. I give it an A. Mm. I agree mm. with that. Oh. A it is. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're reading off your list of <laughs> Mo, Mo insults. <laughs> uh, hey, call it what you will, porcupine. <laughs> I say porcupine a lot, like as a as a kind of endearing. Like I'll call my kids porcupine. But Nobody asked you, possum puss. Where are you going, porcupine? I, I heard a guy call my friend porcupine as a legitimate insult. And it was, <laughs> I'm not kidding. And it was a guy I know who's a barber <laughs> was insulting my friend's hair. Wow. And I mean, they were actually not happy with each other at the moment. So it was really bizarre. <laughs> because so, so, hey, porcupine, I can't remember. That's all I could remember is that word came out. And I was like, what did he just call it? The porcupine? Like, wow, that's crazy. Anyway, so I've actually heard somebody non-ironically insult someone <laughs> by calling them a porcupine. Okay, just thought I'd throw that in there. <clears throat> skillet head? What? <laughs> asking skillet head. He's, talking, he's asking grade. for your grade, Pete. No. Me? Yeah, skillet yeah, head. Yeah, come on, come you on. stick insect. Um... What was that? Are one? you just hitting like random Wikipedia page and using that as an insult? <laughs> no, stick insect was a legitimate uh, no insect. insult. You would know that zucchini brain if you ever looked it up. Hmm. Come on, you spotted raccoon. You what? <laughs> spotted <laughs> raccoon. No. 
Uh, uh, Bill, let's go. Well, now I'm thinking that you know the writers or, or uh, you know the Stooges, Mo himself or the writers, whoever was working on that, just did that. They flipped the flipped the encyclopedia open to something. Yeah, I was about to say, I can tell you emphatically, they did not go to Wikipedia when they were writing the Three Stooges shorts. <laughs> yes, thank you. They would have found a way. All right, get that through your travel. get that through your thick skull, rain in the face, rain in the face. <laughs> Yes, that's just terrible. These are turning into more like 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 Native American names than insults. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Nesthead, let's go. Nesthead. Yeah. Okay, we got. (laughs) Um, that was yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The, I like the song a lot, but I don't. Um, I'm not sure if it has enough to push it over for me. So I'm going to give it like a B plus. I think. I do mm. love that live mm. goofiness. I'll go A minus. Mm. <laughs> that one dude just we'll being, say, mm. uh, holding a cigarette is is <laughs> that <the, laughs> he just gave them some juice there. Yeah, I was going to go on A minus as well. I mean, it's. It's classic. It's fantastic, but like yeah, it's just not my favorite song on on uh, Are We Not Men. But it's not. I mean, it's not bad, and by not bad, I mean it's fantastic. It's mm-hmm. just there's so much other things on here I find more fantastic. Yeah, I think so, my. Oh, sorry. Oh uh, no, that's about it. Uh, I was gonna give it a B plus, but I've decided to give it an A minus because I'm not a jerk. I don't want to keep it off the A side because it deserves to be on the A side. But yeah, I think it is definitely the least of the Are We Not Men songs for me. Mm. But And so I wanted to, you know, not dock at points, but, you know, eh, there should be a difference between the A pluses and the A's and the A minuses and stuff. So, uh, yeah, as the as an excellent least song on an excellent record, it gets an A minus. OK, Frog Spawn. <laughs> How dare you? Um, yeah, it's it's weird that we like, um, like you the a song that we like, the the way we are describing this one is kind of similar to ways we are describing some of the other ones that got what way lower grades. But I think just because of the era, like the the sound, like what Devo was at the time, it gets a much better grade. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Devo, like being okay in 1979, uh, gets a much higher grade than Devo being okay in 1984 or or oh, yeah. Yeah. 90. That's interesting. Well, I mean, I think Devo's okay in 1979 was excellent. I mean, it's just not yeah. like they were a band at the top of their powers. Yeah, at the top That's of their powers. Um, well, hey, if you take that song from the top of their powers uh, and you make a radio station out of it on Spotify. Tell me more, Applehead. Oh, boy. Um, you get, um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with the remastered version this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the next song up after Praying Hands 2009 remastered version on the station is... Rotating Heads by English Beat. Hmm. Do I know that hmm. song? Yes, you do. I do. I think you do. I think it. I think it's in Ferris Bueller, actually. Oh, it's on special service. That's why I'm not. I'm. 
could be, but Are I... Are you talking about... Yeah. Wow! 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 Okay, yeah. Rotating it. Look on the right side. I didn't know that song had words. Oh, sure. It's a good song. Look at me. I'm just a regular frozen dainty. There's also... Boingo, Boingo, Meat Puppets, uh, some Minutemen, good, good stuff. Twist and Crawl yeah. by the English Beat, which I definitely know that song. Yes, um, after, uh, the usual gang of idiots, basically. Yeah, but no, uh, this is a good. This is the more alt, usual gang of idiots, rather, mm. than, mm-hmm. uh, rather than your Oingo Boingos and your Wall of Voodoo's and those other halibuts. Right. Um. So that's why I went with remastered for some reason. Um. Mm. But yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, hey, if you want more, we do a weekend mutation show. Every other weekend, we cover four songs that are from the B-sides or the soundtracks or the demos or whatever, what have you. Um, so you get four of those every other week. It's a pretty good deal because it's low recurring donation. Other than that, uh, Facebook, go to the uh, ABC Devo Smart Patrol. That's where we talk about this stuff with people who want to talk about us. You can dispute our grades. You can post some links. You can do everything. And we get to you tell you what we think over there as well. It is a two-way conduit of information as opposed to this podcast, which really is a one-way conduit of information from us to you. From all of us to all of you, ABC Diva. That was beautiful. Get out of here, little man.